0: Welcome to another finals edition of The Shooter's Roll, basketball and media brand made by fans for the fans. I'm your co-host, The Swizzle. And tonight, get excited, get excited. Heat fans all over the world, get excited. I'm here tonight with Coach Lloyd. How are you going, Lloyd?
1: Hey, Swizz. Afternoon, mate. How are you going? Yeah, pretty good, mate. <coughs> we love some competition, don't we? I mean, it was a nice day in Sydney. It heated up and it was going to be. It's an omen.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. How about, how about them heats? You know, um, great Game 3 performance after, you know, the, they got beat down in Game 2. Um, deservedly so. They, they gave up boards. Uh, they were soft on the inside. Mind you, they were injury depleted. Um, but we'll get to you know we'll, we'll touch base on games too. But let's let's focus on today's game because today's game um, was you know backs against the wall. You never want to go down three nil in any series, let alone an NBA Finals series. And the Heat today carried by Jimmy Butler, forty point three you know triple double, forty points, eleven rebounds, thirteen assists to go with two steals, two blocks. I mean. I'm a fantasy head. Um, those are incredible fantasy stats right there, man. That's it's incredible. Great game.
1: It's a great game. I mean, and Miami came out with that that big like, one two punch to start with. They just came out and were just aggressive from the get go. Um, so sort of the same as game one. They came out hot. Um, they sort of slowed a little bit when they started making some subs. But again, today they, they sort of built that nice early run and momentum and then they just carried it through those quarters. I mean, Lakers did get ahead at some points, but you never—I never felt that watching it that the Lakers were going to get on top. I just didn't feel it. Yeah, look, it, was, uh, it was too hot in there. It was too hot.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's it. And uh, let's let's talk about Jimmy Butler because he played a phenomenal game, um, and he's been playing great throughout the series. Um, but today's game, given his stats, um, just it—it it went beyond the numbers. It was his leadership and we touched on this on a previous a recent finals episode about um, Jimmy Butler being too passive and giving up the shot, whereas today it looked like he was aggressive, went to the hole, um, got to the free throw line, um, made many free throws today just to punish the Lakers um, for their their defensive efforts. So, it was, it was quite a game from Jimmy. Um, what stood out for you in his play today? Um,
1: the fact that he was aggressive in quarters one, two and three. Yes. Everyone says that he's the fourth quarter man. But I feel like he built that 40-point performance over four quarters. He was able to, to be like that. Um, and Coach Bolstra just did a fantastic job. Every time he was out of the game, and Lakers was like, they're going to make a run. Boom, he comes straight back in to, to counter. So, for him today, it was just his four-quarter performance. And that's what he did. Yeah. He was great from all four quarters. And he shot the ball at a great clip. I think at one stage, he was 12 for 16. That's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Because everything was in the paint. He was aggressive. And he felt like no one could guard him. Not one through five for the Lakers could guard him.
0: Well, he ended up with 14 of 20. <clears throat> that's 70%. He shot twelve of fourteen from the free throw line. Um, again, touching on his aggressive nature and getting to the free throw line, which is all important because uh, it's it's free points um, if you could make your free throws. And he's always been a good free throw shooter. Um, and it was just interesting um, his post game interview he um, did with Rachel Nichols, where he was talking about how you know the Lakers. He said this is quite. They can be beat, you know. We belong here, and you know his mindset was to win, and he didn't care about the triple double. Um, all he wanted to do was get the win because it was a, it was a very very vital win. Um, he would have almost given them them no shot. That is the heat, no shot of winning the championship if they would have gone down today. today and they, yeah. but they didn't. Um, and I mean, the interesting stat here is you know only four. Times um, previously in, in finals history has a team won the championship going down two 0 So uh, it, it it is quite interesting. The last team to do it, the 06 Heat. Heat. <laughs> so uh, that's. Uh, I mean, the stars are aligning a little bit there. So um, yeah, well, well done to the Heat today. Um, played a good, played a good game. Um, yeah, you looked there to. Jimmy's supporting cast, and they all played well too, um, in parts. Yep. Uh, Olenek had another strong game, 17 points. This backed up his, uh, in game two, uh, Kelly hits 24 points, 24. nine rebounds and two assists, and he um, was again a offensive um, uh, person um, that the, the Heat relied upon, and they need to rely upon, these, these people. How have you find Kelly's play um, over the last two two games?
1: Yeah, look, he's been phenomenal. Um, bam being out, uh, Bam's a different dynamic to Linux. Olenek. Olenek likes to step out and shoot threes, put the ball on the floor and create and stuff. Like that. He, he's quite good at that. Bam's just sort of um, bam, gets, gets in the middle, finishes at the rim and there's um, a different dynamic. But Olenek and um, and staff today, they were great. I mean, all the supporting guys did a great job, um, and they were more physical today. You, you see little niggle things yeah. from like Hero, Duncan Robinson, Olenek, uh different guys getting in and, and niggling. Um, they need to. They needed to stand up and not cop it from the Lakers, and they did that today, and they were really good at it. Yeah, there's a, a couple of scenarios where there's drives or you know end of um, quarter time scenarios. I think there's one with Caruso. He's dribbling the ball up the half court. And he sort of is in the line of Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson didn't move, and he bumped him straight out of the way. He, it, the physicality was there for Miami today. They took it. They took it back to them, and that's why they were able to get on top.
0: And that's been their play through the regular season <clears throat> and into the playoffs. And it it was just surprising that they didn't bring that in the first game in particular. Um, the second game, understandably so, given the them being short in personnel but um, otherwise it, it was good to see the the Heat playing that defensive basketball that uh, aggressive nature basketball um, it was it was a good good um, showing by them and again uh, I'm I'm quite impressed by the rookie Tyler Hero oh, Tyler Hero! Right. Um, again in double points today uh, 17 points today so he keeps he keeps putting those buckets the walking bucket you
1: know the walking bucket one. i mean he he must have brought a really good person to the bubble to help him along
0: <laughs> yeah. and you know jimmy pushes him obviously so yeah that's yeah, there there's and, and they're
1: good together they're great together that's it um my favorite point of the day was that jimmy butler's walking past they're in trouble yeah they're in tr- they're in trouble and that's yeah. a big point to make to say that they're in trouble yeah say it to lebron
0: yeah and and there's that swagger isn't it the that you know that that been missing um but jimmy's jimmy's always been able to talk the talk and majority of the time back it up and walk the walk and i'm glad he did today because it was a stellar performance i mean even last game um he he went and 25 eight rebounds 13 assists he's He's been playing a all-round game to help this team. He's basically LeBron for Miami. But we touched on, on this on previous episode where he needs to be aggressive. He needs to continue to look for his shot because often in the first two games, he just diverted. And I think he spent more time trying to get other players their shots and get them yep. more involved. Whereas... Um, I think they found the blueprint here. I mean, if they're still going to be missing Dragic, and if they're still going to be missing Bam for the next game, um, Jimmy's got to keep doing Jimmy things like Jimmy did today, and uh, he's got to put up the forty points he needs to, just just to be to to give the Heat a shot.
1: I, yeah, and I agree. And then you you um they didn't beat the Bucks, you know, for no reason. They have a blueprint of how to win games and how to beat the big the big boys. So, and they, they can do it. Now, if, if they're gonna uh, go away, watch film, and do all those sort of things for their next game, they better be ready in quarter one that they don't let Anthony Davis score the first 15 points, or get 15 in the first quarter, because that's gonna be a chase up for them. So if the Heat, which was on right now, if the Heat continue on and start really well, I mean, it builds their confidence for the rest of the game. Yeah. And it start, it starts with the Jimmy Buckets, um, I always thought about Jimmy for this Heat team uh, that he lets other guys get going and gets them hot and he sort of like cruises in the background and then in the fourth quarter he comes around and pulls your pants down. That's But today it was that was it was him and he was leading the charge. He took Miami to war and uh, they won this battle which was great to, great to see.
0: Yeah, it is great to see that they're only one game behind the Lakers. Now let's focus on the Lakers' performance. Um, Davis went missing today. Um, some of it to do with foul trouble, but, uh, you know, he ended up with 15 points, five rebounds, three assists and two steals, shooting six of nine, but he only shot nine nine times, you know. Nine, it's, nine
1: field goals, so is not enough.
0: That's not enough for what could be, you know, a top three player um, in the league. Um, the Lakers and- certainly need him to shoot more. Um, and put in a performance like game two, where he had 32 points, 14 rebounds, and an assist, where he dominated that game. No one could stop him. It was just the Lakers didn't look anything like the game two Lakers today.
1: They didn't look engaged from the start. They that um, sort of same as the last series with Denver, it was this same game that they they just looked like they were just going to walk through and they were going to win it. And once they got the one two punch to start, it it's sort of, oh, this isn't supposed to happen. It's like, well, yes, it's going to happen. It's the NBA Finals. This is, you're playing for a championship here. And also, Miami want to make make this uh, a thing where they don't have to go back to Miami and their families in four games. They don't want to leave the bubble early. They want to get, they want to get, they want to go back with the Larry O'Brien trophy. They just want to take that with them. So, it's not that like Miami's going to lay down, but the Lakers just look lethargic and just uninterested today. Um, and it, it just shows by like Davis taking nine field goal attempts, and two of them are threes. Yeah. So seven field goal attempts over four quarters from paint or otherwise. That's definitely not enough. and foul trouble, Well he put himself in foul trouble. When he picked up the fourth one, that was his that's his own fault. Yeah, I mean, he he, he did that.
0: That's right. And you know he didn't start well. Um, first quarter, two thousand the first quarter. Yep. He had zero shot attempts. And four turnovers. I mean, if you could uh, frame a, a a really bad quarter in play, that that would be it. it wouldn't. That, that, would would be it. Worse, that
1: would be worst. That would be worst on ground. That would be, <laughs> you'd be. You'd be aiming for worst on ground. You could present him with that at quarter time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, let, let's let's go through the the contributors for the Lakers. I mean, the King will always put up his numbers. He's uh, his, his greatness personified. Um, today 25 points 10 rebounds eight assists and two blocks you know similar numbers to game two where he poured in 33 points nine rebounds and nine assists on an almost 30 point triple double there but leBron played well today um it, it was just he was lacking that that you know that second punch that that yeah, that, that one Robin two p- yeah yeah yep. that's it that's it and ad went missing today um kuzma poured in 19 but it, it felt like a hollow 19.
1: Rongo. Same as uh, Markeith as well, Markeith. Yeah, they it felt like a hot. He like, said a hollow nineteen. Like it, they just seemed to generate quick. When they made runs, they poured it on. But yeah. When they, when they, when the fight back was on for Miami, they, those guys missed, and it, it sort of, it hurt them a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, look, I'm, uh, i I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> that the Lakers have let Miami have a sniff. I'm, I'm really surprised that. You know, the first two games, they knew they were on top. They knew that the Heat had some injuries. Um, all the time, the the Lakers appeared to be playing bully ball all the time. Bully ball in all regards, the way they talk to the refs to try and influence, you know, calls. Um, whether on purpose or not, you know. But it's the veteran savviness right there, you know. Trying to yeah. get into refs' ears. But they... They basically had the heat on their knees, and today's game brought the heat to life. Now, the question I've got for you, coach, is down uh, 2 1. Um, do the Heat have a serious shot at beating the Lakers? Of
1: course, they do. Um, again, I go back to what I said before they beat the Bucs, the best team in the NBA, best record. Yep. Yep. We're going phenomenally in. The bubble and in the first round. Um, it's that's no small feat to beat the Bucks to get there. But so, I mean, it it's going to be a thing where Miami are going to get back to two two and then it may turn on for the Lakers. But they, they don't need that. But I think Miami can do it. They have the, the roster, they have the grit. They've got the guys that do the, the dirty work. Yeah. You have your Crowder, you have your Igadala, you know, um With Robinson and Hero and Alenik today, standing up and doing a little, little bit more physicality and doing a few more things. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, he did the same thing. He didn't let Rondo beat him baseline at all. Picked up a couple of fouls, but he didn't like it. Yeah, it's just it just they they have the the potential and opportunity to do this. Um, It's really going to be on them to bring it again in the next game. But also said, don't let Davis get 15 in the first quarter. That's the next one.
0: That's
1: true. They can't they can't let those guys get off. And get confident early because once they get confident and they start raining, it it, it will hurt them. So they need to come out with the next game with another one, two punch to start and get up again 10 points and just leave it there.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's coincidental that, you know, Davis has a bad game and Rondo's numbers, Rondo didn't have a particularly good game either today. Um, And it's a marked difference from game two where Rondo poured in 16 points. Four rebounds and 10 assists and today it was 4 points, 8 rebounds 5 assists, 2 steals um, you know Rondo will always bring it but um, in terms of his competitiveness but today's numbers mirror AD's um, uh, you know lack of numbers as well and I don't think it was a coincidence that those two having good rapport when they're on the court um, you know the, the Lakers lost Transpires into um, a poor showing by both those players. I don't think it's coincidental at all.
1: No, and they and the, the, the Lakers also started the first quarter with ten turnovers. They had yeah. ten in game two. Yeah, as a total, they had ten in the first quarter, so they were already at at a, at a loss there. They already their plus-minus was heavily negative. The amount of turnovers that they had, it was it was it was silly for them to have that many turnovers. They start you out poorly. if... I mean, and they started the game well. They had a lob to, to start the game to Dwight Howard. They, it's, that should set you onto a good pass, but they just they went negative after that.
0: Yeah. No, it's... Um, it's there's something definitely there that they've got to work on. Um, no doubt they will... I mean, they've got two days to address these issues before the next game. And, you know, they'll be back and they've got good coaching staff there, led by Vogel and, and Jason Kidd. So it's, it's going to be interesting how they do respond and how also how Miami carries the momentum forward because when, yeah, like you mentioned coach, you know, when Jimmy's barking at LeBron saying that they're in trouble. I don't think he just meant for this game. He was referring to, you know, getting in their heads for the series. And yes, it was a big call by him, um, you know, and 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 he didn't hide it. He he was basically looking at LeBron when he was saying it. So
1: it's yep. got a big be bark interesting. and all bite. He had a big bark and they were biting. So Yeah,
0: uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They need to come out in the next game and really hit hit first. Yesterday yeah. you've beaten the Lakers now. So you've sort of put your hand up and said that, you know, we're here. Yep. And and you don't need to that's what Denver did to the Lakers. And it didn't did the next game it's um it didn't bode well for the Nuggets. So you want you want to hit first in this next one.
0: Yeah, that's and, it. And
1: hard, and hard. That's it.
0: Because can you imagine um, a, a locked series? That means both teams. Two is two the number. Two more wins is the number. And that is it. I think as basketball fans, we all we all love a tussle and we all love the back and forward that comes with NBA final series. And uh, look, uh, with, like you, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next game and I'm sure it's going to be uh, an all-out slugfest. So I uh, can't wait to talk about uh, the NBO finals again with you soon, coach. Uh, but before we wrap up today's episode, some uh, developing news on the coaching front that happened since our last recording. Doc was unemployed, but not for long. What are your was, thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Mate? He,
1: he was unemployed <laughs> for 4 days. He had a job in 4 days. It was unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable, um, right?
1: Unbelievable. Uh, he, and he, and he's moving himself to the uh, back to the east. Yeah. Going to Philly. That's um that's a big one. City of brotherly that's, love. Yeah. The City of Brotherly Love. Um and the other one was Billy Donovan signing in Chicago. Yeah, out of OKC into Chicago. That that's that's going to be good for them and their program because he's yep. actually a good guy. Uh, Chris Paul spoke highly of him today. Um, in when he was in the the on the screen in the bubble, he spoke highly of Billy Donovan. Said he's a great guy and great coach. So Chicago pick up a, a win there as well.
0: Yep. Do you do you like that move by Chicago? I like let, it. Let, let's touch yep. on the Chicago move first.
1: Yeah, you like it? Yep, I like it. Yep, I like it. Billy Donovan, good guy. Florida Gators, college basketball. Um, did a great job with their program. I think he had Joachim Noah as well um, when he was down there in Florida. So, he, and he did a great job at OKC this year. Yep. They went highly above what they were planned to uh, to get, um, and he, he just continued to push on. And he, I think he'll do that in Chicago as well.
0: Do you think there'll be big changes in Chicago now that he's coming in?
1: Yes, they may do some uh, some work in the off season. Yep. So
0: any predictions
1: um, who are you building oh, yeah. around Ooh, do you keep Levine
0: not, I, do you keep Levine I,
1: I, I think I he's keep, the cornerstone I, I think he's the cornerstone and you start feeding around him yep so um, I would definitely build around him I think they need um, another you know a Robin to your Batman yeah. they need that they need that to come in so who that will be that's what their money situation is like. What their cap is, mm. um, and if if they keep guys that they've got currently that are on on contracts. That's so. right.
0: That's right. Because uh, Laurie Markinen was talking about Markkinen. leaving. Yep. Um, you know this. Wendell Carter Jr. has had some issues injury wise. Um, yep. Uh, he, Chris he's, he, yeah, Chris Dunn. Whether or not he's on the out, we'll see. Um, and they've still got uh, Kirby White. So right White as well. Yep. They've got some good young pieces how they all fit in we'll see i think um the coach um it, it'll be a marked uh more happier environment i think than running wind sprints with uh old school coach there from uh, this time last year so yeah it'll be it'll be certainly interesting um how the players respond to the new coach and um, uh, good luck to, to Billy and, and the Chicago Bulls. I know there's a lot of Bulls fans out there. Um, hoping that the Bulls turn around and uh, make a run in the playoffs with their their core young squad because they do have some really interesting pieces there in Chicago. Now, the big one, Philly. Uh, title, oh, East perennial, you know, um, favorite um, potential title contender for next season. How do you see the move of Doc going to Philly, and whether or not a lot's going to change?
1: I'd hope he doesn't change things too much. Yeah, I think if he may, he may want some some things to change. Um, the big one was always Ben Simmons. You know, Doc can run him at the point, or maybe play him at the power forward like he was in the bubble. Um, that wasn't a bad move having him in the four spot and another ball carrier. Yeah, so. I don't know if they keep Simmons, or where they go and they go and trade. There's a big contract that they need to get rid of. Yeah. 236 mil, that's a big contract to get out of and move, but then you can trade it for someone else. Um, I think Doc will do a good job there. Um, yeah. He'll definitely keep people in line. Um, Brett Brown sort of was on that, that point of, you know, being mate to coach. Um, Doc won't take any of that. No. Nah. Um, if Embiid starts to throw his toys out of his pram, um, he, he may he may hear a lot about it.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't think Doc will suffer too much of Embiid's, uh, you know, foreshadowed whining uh, and his, his carry-on. Tantrum,
1: <laughs> tantrums, yeah. And his
0: carry-on. So, look, uh, Doc certainly has um, the pieces there to make a competitive team. I think they're missing a shooter. Uh, you know... I, you know, they JJ came out during the week that you know the yep. Philly fucked up by not bringing him back. Um, harsh words, but uh, in hindsight, true. true. They, they, they 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 were lacking that outside presence, um, that yep. three point presence, and you know the the play. What for me, what will be interesting is they they Tobias is now reunited with Doc and. Tobias had a great yep. season before he got traded. Yep. Um, and Tobias now um, coming into his prime of his career now. Boatload of money, big expectations of him to perform well um, given uh, his standing in the team in terms of his financial standing and what the team's obviously invested in him. And what he can produce next season, whether or not he can take his game even further, because he's a good player, he's a very good player. Now, getting up to the next stage, where does he become close to a LeBron-esque player that can do it all? Because he's certainly got the size, certainly has the speed, certainly has the skill, certainly has the shooting. To to bring it and make it, you know, bring it all together to be that LeBron, Kawhi-esque player. I'm very intrigued to see whether or not Doc can do that for him.
1: I am too. It'd be, if he can be get into an all-star team, that would be a thing for him uh, next year. That just yep. shows that he's on the way up. Um, especially in his stature, and I agree with you. He needs to just build. Um, he has all the facets that he, he has. Yep. Um, and maybe reuniting with Doc, it might put him in the right spot. Um, and with JJ making that point during the week of Philly uh, messing up, I mean, Doc's there now. And JJ played for Doc as well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's it. That's it. And look, unite them. Yeah, that's it. And look, I'm, I'm, I'm very keen to to talk, you know, pre-season ball and make our predictions yeah. about, um, you know, the playoff eight for both conferences. But we're not there yet because we've still got a final series to go and a lot to talk about. In and, the we've episodes, draft, and we've got and a And we've draft got a draft
1: to, to talk about as well. That's it. That's it. plenty so,
0: of things. Plenty of things. But first off, first off, um, game in two days. The Lakers v Heat. Um, heat gonna roll in with the momentum in the next game. And uh, shout out to our listeners and viewers out there in uh, the Intertron Land. Uh, thanks for your continued support of our passion project here at the Shooters Roll. We do appreciate your likes and follows. Tell your friends to get on board because it is this is the the tip the tip of the the elite of the teams playing off now. Um, in the NBA Finals and get the conversation rolling and join us in our conversation. Tell us when we're not doing it so good. We, we look forward to a little bit of constructive criticism too on our end. So thanks for all your followers and your likes and your continual feedback about our show. So until next time, thanks a lot, Coach, for joining.
1: No, thank you. It was appreciated. Wednesday, 12 o'clock, we're ready to go.
0: Ready to go. Bring the heat, baby. Bring the heat. Bring the
1: heat. Bring the, heat. the heat is on.
0: <laughs> Until next time, with the shooter's roll, made by fans for the fans.
1: Catch up.